the San Francisco 49ers are a team that nobody, I mean nobody, would want to face this time of year. December, January, February, these cold months, these months that people are all inside, they're having their hot chocolate and they're watching the games and their couches and their, their blankets and, you know, everybody's warm. Everybody's warm, but when you when you play in January and when you play in these cold months, you have to realize this. It's hard to play in those months because it's cold. It's cold. And, and, and the fact that the Niners, the Niners had to go into Wisconsin. They had to go to Green Bay and play the Green Bay Packers on a Saturday night. 11 degrees feels like two. I believe that's what they said. It has to wake up people. It has to raise people's eyebrows. They have to let people know that it's no it's no fun. It's no fun getting hit in these cold, cold games. And I just love it. I absolutely love it. And I absolutely appreciate it a lot more. I've probably played in a couple games below 20, but never in those 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 moments and those you know those circumstances that uh that you've seen on Saturday that's uh th- that that weather was pretty bad and i can only imagine playing in a in an environment like that because it's it's no fun getting hit but at the same time it's fun winning and that's what the niners did this saturday thank you for tuning in to competitive 24 just want to recap on this game and and, and what happened in 13 to 10 San Francisco. Uh, I'm just reading some of the some of the team stats I'm looking at right now. They're pretty even. Uh, if you go to first downs is 12 to 14, 12 for San Francisco, 14 for Green Bay. Um, another stat that kind of jumps out a total plays, total plays for San Francisco, 52 total plays for Green Bay, 54. Uh, some of the things that I look at when I look at the stats, look at the team stats, look at the individual stats. I look at, you know, what's, 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 what's the difference? Like who really won the stat game and who really won the game actually on the field. And the game was even, this game was pretty even And the, the stat that's kind of, you know, a little bit more than, you know, the green Bay, San Francisco 49ers is the 196 passing from green Bay, 106 from San Francisco. It couldn't get a passing game going. It was it was inconsistent at times. Jimmy hit a couple guys right down the middle. I remember he hit Kittle. Uh, he hit a couple guys, and it was it was some drop passes, and those were pretty big. Um, that can have a you know obviously an effect on your stats at the end of the game. But as a whole, the way San Francisco played offense and defense and special teams, they just got the job done. Obviously, special teams, I believe, won that game for them with the block punt, with those huge field goals from Robbie. Ah, you got to give it to the special teams. There's nothing you can really say about that. There's nothing you can go back to and say, yeah, the Niners played good on offense. They played good on defense. They were up and down. And I think the defense overall improved quarter after quarter. I think, I think when I... When I watch this team and when I compare them to the team in 2019 and, and what they had and, you know, all the talent, all the talent they had on that 2019 team. I like the 2021 team slash 2022. 
I like this team overall better than the 2019. And it's not just the defense. I think overall, the 49ers, what they have and what they went through this year, the grit, the toughness, the mental toughness that this team has compared to the 2019, I'm rolling with the 2021, 2022 all the way. And that's because of the things they've been through. 2019, I can't say they got lucky, but the matchups favored the 49ers. And when they got into the playoffs, they handled their business. Doesn't matter how you win. You know, shout out to Vin Diesel out there. Somewhere Vin Diesel's laughing at that 49ers and, you know, Green Bay game. And you're looking at these all these games on the on the weekend in the NFL playoffs. Vin Diesel is laughing because we all heard him say in, you know, the Fast and Furious, doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning. And you can take that to sports. Of course, you got to follow the rules. You got to. You know, you know, you know, do certain things to win the game and it takes a lot of factors to win the game. But he's totally right. Winning's winning. What the Niners did on Saturday, they 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 got to gut it out. It wasn't an easy win. They knew it wasn't going to be an easy win. You're going to Green Bay every time a team goes into Green Bay. They know a couple things. They know damn well it's going to be cold because it's going to be January and they know they're going to have to deal with a with an all-time quarterback. If you're going back to Brett Favre, if you're looking at Aaron Rodgers right now, these guys are all-time greats. And I believe these two, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, are top 10 quarterbacks of all time. And it depends how you rank them. Some people got Brett above um, Aaron, and some people got Aaron above Brett. But at the end of the day, these are all-time great quarterbacks that you're facing. And, you know, that being said... It put fear in, in the people, and I, I, I hear uh, I hear a lot of Niner fans. I hear a lot of, you know, fans in general. I hear people on the radio. You hear people just on TV saying that you know, that's a bad man in in Green Bay, and he his record is you know it is what it is. You get the San Francisco 49ers, but this year might be different, and this year wasn't different from Aaron Rodgers. We've seen this guy put up major magical numbers in the regular season but when it comes to the playoffs for some reason it just doesn't add up it, the math is just not right and something is off when you th- when you t- when you think about what kind of talent green bay has and what kind of talent that he's surrounded with uh i can speak for a little bit about the you know the, the talent and the coaching staff that it has around Aaron Rodgers, but as a whole, Aaron Rodgers has been coming up short for a number of years. One Super Bowl appearance, one Super Bowl win. At the same time, what has he done lately? What has he done year after year after year after year? Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers has been coming up short. And it's it's right in front of everybody's eyes. There's no hiding behind that. And so when you think about the Green Bay Packers and what they represented and how they actually came to San Francisco, I should say Santa Clara, and got that W on that Sunday night. I was present. I was live there. I saw the whole game. That was a big win for Aaron. And I remember watching that game and how they, they came back and Aaron Rodgers, how he was just basically dicing the 49ers up. 
in that secondary on that last drive and throughout the game, I should say. But that last drive, it was something that he wanted. He wanted that victory over the 49ers because he hasn't felt that yet. He hasn't felt a good victory, a good win, you know, a solid win, a stamp, something he can say, yeah, I came back and beat the 49ers. And that's what they did back in October. But when you think and when you when you when you go to the playoffs, it's a different type of atmosphere. I think the pressure overall, I believe this, I think the pressure overall that the Green Bay fans and the Green Bay team as a whole were facing on that day, it was it was nerve wracking. They didn't want to play the 49ers. I believe they would have want to face any team if it's the Rams, if it's the Bucks, any team in the NFC, I think Green Bay would love the face and I think they would beat any team. But when you talk about the 49ers and what they represent, who they are, when they did in the past, the history with Aaron Rodgers not getting drafted by the 49ers, I think it's mind games. I think it's mind games. And that's just that's just how I feel about the situation. There was nerves, mind, you know, a psychological game. I mean, with Shanahan and and the head coach of, of, of Green Bay, I think it's mind games. But when you think about how they played, the Green Bay Packers didn't necessarily play. They didn't play scared. They played the game the way they always played. Yes, the weather is a huge factor. When you think about the weather, when you think about how everything kind of kind of, you know, translated in that game, it's it was just a rough game for for both teams. But I believe the Niners had a little bit of the advantage when it comes to the weather. They're a running football team. They can pass. They can do a number of things. But the, the thing about the 49ers and what they got, they have a nice, a really nice, crispy, whatever you want to call it. They have a really good running game. And it starts with the people up front. The most important position, the most important group on a football team at any level Go high school, college, NFL, wherever you're playing, it's the offensive line. The group of guys that needed to get together and play well, be on the same page, execute, it's the offensive line. It's the most important positions in football as a group. The most important position, meaning this one, is the quarterback. The quarterback is the leader of the team. The quarterback touches the ball every play on offense. The quarterback is vital for a team to go far in the playoffs. With that being said, when you look at Jimmy and what and what Jimmy has done these last couple games, I think it's it's been I can't say amazing. I can say they they actually play they actually play for Jimmy. This team and how they go out there, they lay everything on the line, not just for themselves, not just for their paycheck, not just for the fans, not just for the organization. There's one thing that's stronger than all of that, and that's a and that's a bond. 
It's a bond with your teammates. It's a bond if you have it with your coaching staff. And it's actually playing the game of football together. That's what it is. It's playing the game of football together. And you're going out there. You you know you're gonna you know you're gonna be underdogs. You're gonna be underdogs throughout the playoffs, which they were. The Niners are underdogs throughout the playoffs. But what they have, they have a group of guys out there that believe in the quarterback. And yes, you see it. I mean, you hear, I should say, a lot of fans. You hear fans are saying Trey Lance should be starting right now, which is unbelievable. And they have fans out there to say Jimmy should have been traded a long time ago. What is he still doing here? Well, the reason why the 49ers kept Jimmy is because they know they can win with Jimmy. So when you can win with the quarterback and he's a proven quarterback and he has a pretty damn good record when it comes to the regular season and the playoffs, that means they trust him enough to get the job done. The reason why they drafted a Trey Lance is because we all know that Jimmy went down. Jimmy went down a couple times before they made that, before they drafted Trey Lance. Jimmy went down with an ACL. If it's 2020 with the whole ankles and everything that was going on with Jimmy, Jimmy just goes down sometimes and they couldn't, they couldn't rely on his health. So what they did, they traded everything they could to get the shiny new object in Lance. And so when they got Lance, they actually knew they have a, you know, a potentially, you know, a great quarterback, you know, but at the same time, you have to realize this. The kid is what, 20, 21, I believe he cannot. I, I shouldn't say. I, could, I shouldn't say that. I, I was about to say I, I never seen a 21 year old just lead a team like that. There's been there's been guys out there that can do it. But at the same time, his experience what comes into a factor, it's it's just not where it should be. And when 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 it what drives me crazy sometimes is that when people say, you know, Kyle knows who's better and Kyle is just playing Jimmy because of the money. It's not really about that. Kyle wants to win the football game. Or whatever it takes, he wants to win. His job is on the line too. You have to realize this. His job is on the line. If it's Kyle, if it's John, if it's anybody in that organization, jobs are on the line. He's going to put the best players in the best positions to win the football game no matter what. So when you go to training camp in in 2021, just this past training camp that the 49ers just had, there was all these talks that, you know, Trey, he looks unbelievable. He can throw all these type of routes, the outs, the ends, the the quick slants, the fades, whatever you want to call it. He can do it all. But if that was the case, right, if that was the case, Lance would have been starting day one. It would have been no competition. Like what people say, all these tools but when it comes down to game manage, game managing, when it comes down to execution, when it comes down to trust, I don't believe it was there. Kyle did not trust Trey enough to go ahead and start him over Jimmy Garoppolo. With that being said, the next question would be, is Jimmy 
coming back to this San Francisco team next year? Or would they hand it off to Trey Lance? That's a big, big, bold move when you come to a when you come to a mindset of a Kyle Shanahan and what he wants to do on offense. He's the type of guy that loves control. He wants to he wants to control the clock. He wants to control the running game. He wants to make efficient passes in the passing game. So with that being said, my bold prediction, yes, my bold prediction in 2022, the San Francisco 49ers will keep Jimmy G for another year. And the reason why I say that is because of these playoffs. What he's done to get into the playoffs versus the Rams with the last game of the season. What he's done in the playoffs thus far. I believe they have to keep Jimmy G just because he's a safety blanket. They know what they can do with Jimmy. They can win with Jimmy. They also saw the bad Jimmy when he's losing. Yes, there's been times like that. Yes. When he's injured. Yes. And that's the one. That's the point I'm getting at. When he's injured, he's not the same He's obviously not the same guy, but when Jimmy is on and when Jimmy is healthy, that's when you know you have a solid quarterback. He's not the best quarterback in the league. We all know that. He does make mistakes, does turn the ball over at times. But what I do know about Jimmy is Jimmy's going to give it whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to win, Jimmy is just going to do that. That's what type of guy, that's what type of player you're looking at. And Kyle Shanahan and the the coach and staff know this. So the prediction is Jimmy's coming back for 2022. That's the prediction. Will it happen? Maybe. But I think it will. Let's talk about the next game the Niners have to face. Rams. The Rams are a team that's explosive on offense, plays good defense. A lot of special, special guys on the team. Big time names, whatever you want to call it, but. That stuff goes out the window when you're playing the game because all that matters, 11 guys on the field, 11 versus 11, and that's it. When you come down to this game, it's going to be in L.A., NFC Championship game this Sunday. It's going to be wild. Niners have the, the Rams number for sure, beating them two straight times this season. Regular season in San Francisco, got a regular season down there in L.A., beat them twice. To have beat a team three times in a row the same year is extremely hard. That's because the team, the team that you're facing, they know what you're doing. But what's interesting about this matchup and what Kyle Shanahan and the coach and the coaching staff they and what they do on the 49ers and what they and McVeigh and what they do on the Rams, I believe the 49ers. They have an idea what the Rams want to do. But the Rams, I don't think they know what the 49ers, what they're going to be running next. They know what they want to do. They, they, know, they know they want to run the ball. But what I'm saying is that the Rams, they really don't know what's going to hit them. It can be a right a right hook. It could be a left uppercut. It can be it can be literally anything. But the Rams as a whole, their coaching staff, and when they face the 49ers, they just don't know what's going to come at them at some point. So it can be Debo. It can be Kittle. It can be 
It can be literally anybody. It can be Mitchell. It can be, I mean, it can be Juice. It's a lot of guys, a lot of weapons on the 49ers that can really, that can really hurt the Rams, right? And so the Rams as a whole, they have the star power. They have the coaching staff. They have the fancy stadium. They have all these things working for them. But what they're missing, they're missing the ring. They're missing the championship. And it's all pretty much set up for them this year. And if you're thinking about, you know, how how everything is working out, how they came out with the schedule last year, and how everybody knew the Super Bowl will be in L.A. in SoFi, right? It's all set up for the Rams to win. They want the Rams there. It's similar to what happened last year with the Bucks. I believe they really, really want it. Tampa Bay in that Super Bowl in which they did and was it, it happened Tampa Bay versus the Chiefs Tampa Bay was victorious they won the bowl this year is pretty similar this is what they want but the thing the thing that stands in their way and 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 you know that the Rams I believe as a whole would rather face a Green Bay they rather face what they just did and who they just played, a Tampa Bay team. These teams are more finesse. They have the nice, fancy quarterback, drops back. They have the top flight wide receivers. They have a pretty decent running game. These teams are not going to really beat you up on the field physically. They're really not. They're going to outshine you. They're going to outpass you. They're going to make you know, make some plays on defense. You know, but at the same time, nobody, like I said before, nobody wants to play a physical, hard-nosed team when it comes to this part of the year in January. Late part of the year, nobody wants that. They want teams that they know they know they can, you know, match up with and they know they can probably win it win in a shootout. San Francisco's different. That's a different type of team. They're going to get physical on the line. They're going to get physical on the outsides. They're going to get physical every aspect of the game. And that's what that's what's different about San Francisco in a lot of these teams. Or I should say these teams that's left in the playoffs. The final four. San Francisco is the most physical team. I've been saying it week after week after week. Nobody would want to play this team because of their physicality. And that's been proven. McVay and the Rams know who they have to play this Sunday. It's not going to be an easy, easy game. It's going to be physical. And and, and, let, and let the best team win. The Niners, I believe, has the upper hand because it's actually psychological, I believe. The psychological aspect of winning three Three times in a row this year, and not as not just that they're dating back. The Niners been having their number for a number of years, year after year after year. I believe if they win this Sunday, I believe it's seven in a row. McVay has never beaten Shanahan, and that speaks volume. However, the 49ers, however they do it. 
if it's on the ground, if it's in the air, if it's defense, if it's special teams, the 49ers need to come together. They need to play for each other. And I believe the Niners will win that game on Sunday. And it all comes down to execution. When you're executing on the football field, you're hitting on all cylinders. There's something about the Niners that nobody wants a part of. Because this team and what they represent, I believe is just a little bit more. I believe this is the tightest group left in football, meaning that these group of guys, they love playing for each other. They're not the Rams. They don't have the superstars, the mini superstars. We have superstars, but the mini superstars that the Rams display and what they have is is more than the San Francisco Niners. That's a that's a fact. But what I do know is that the Niners and what they have, they have a group that's solid, that want to play for each other, and it's proven. It's proven because of what they represent and who they want to play for. They want to play for Jimmy. They believe in Kyle. They believe in the organization. So it's going to be interesting what's going to happen this Sunday. I'm pumped for the game. I think the Niners are going to do well. And I also think the Rams are going to come out with they're probably the best, the best version of the, the Rams you're probably going to get this Sunday. You know, and, 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 you know, Matt Stafford, you got Odell, they got Cup. They got all these guys out there. But I just believe as a whole, the Niners are a better team when it comes down to winning a football game. They're not a better team on paper. I just believe they're a better team when it comes to these playoffs, deep in the playoffs, because who they have, they have experience. They have the quarterback has been there. Matt Stafford, he's a good quarterback. But as you know, it's it's dicey at times. There's fumbles, there's interceptions, there's things that could just, just literally naturally just go wrong. It, it really happens to Stafford. It's been happening for a number of years. This is not the first time people are hearing this. It's been, this is dating back in 2010, 11. Him and Calvin up in there in Detroit, things went sour. Things went very sour. They were never able to get over the hump. And that's huge. That's a huge part of the organization. Couldn't put a lot of that on Stafford. Couldn't put a lot of that on you know, on, on Calvin Johnson, one of the greatest receivers ever. You, you can't put that on just the players. You can put some of it on the players. But as a whole, that organization, I think they limit it. They were definitely limited as an organization in Detroit. With that being said, I can't wait for this Sunday. I want to come out with another episode prior to Sunday to see what other people thinking about. What's the fans thinking about? What do you guys feel? What do you guys what do you guys are scared of? What do you, what are you guys worried about for the Rams? Or if you're a Rams fan, if you're worried about San Francisco, I'm pretty sure you are. It's as a team, you know, you just don't want to face, you know, the team that's in your division, the team that's literally, you know, a miles away from you. I mean, we live in the same state. It's always been a rival SF and L.A. So you already know what's coming. You already know what's going to be like. It's going to be hectic. It's going to be rowdy, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is, it's going to be. So let's get up. Let's let's just take this week 
and enjoy the game that just happened on Saturday. But let's take this week and let's let's think that we're going to we're going to be heading to the Super Bowl. So if you're the 49ers, you take it like this. You get two games to go in the same stadium. That's how you take it. Get two games to win. You got to play the Rams or after you beat them, it's the Bengals or it's the Chiefs. And we all know what happened in 2019. The Chiefs was victorious over the Niners in the Super Bowl. So if you're the 49ers and what your 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 mindset is to win one game at a time, you take care of the Rams, you take care of whoever it is in the Super Bowl. And I believe it's going to be the Chiefs. And I honestly think it's going to be the 49ers versus the Chiefs part two. It's going to be a different outcome. We'll see what happens. Thank you for tuning in. This is Competitive 24, Calvin Roberts, your host. Uh, if you want to reach, if you want to reach and get at and have any type of discussion and any type of topics, let me know. DM me on Instagram, message me on Facebook, um, email me, uh, text me, whatever you whatever you feel like that's pretty much on your chest and you want to get at and you want to get out, I should say, and you want to display it. Uh, on the podcast is, you know, let me know it's, it's open for discussion. It's open, open mic. So this is competitive 24. This is your host, Calvin Roberts, and I'm out.